0: God is good. All the time. And all the time. God is, God is good. Amen. Hallelujah. Got a, uh, interesting subject tonight that, uh, when I, when I think about it, it's like, wow. And tonight I want to share on who do we say that Jesus is? Now, when we when we go into the, the verses here, that um, as we see how the disciples answer Jesus, that uh, Jesus asked in his asked his disciples. Let me go ahead and go into prayer. Father, we just thank you for your word. We thank you for this evening, Father God, Father that. When I, as I speak, Father God is speaking, spoken from you, the now word from you, Father God. Father, we, I thank you for the, being sensitive to your Holy Spirit. Father, God, and direct me in the way you'd have me to go tonight as I share what you'd have me to share, Father God. Father, we thank you that our hearts are open and ears are ready to receive what you have in store. We thank you, Father, in Jesus name. Amen. Jesus asked his disciples in Matthew 16, and I'll be reading 13 through 17. Verse 13 says, when Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea, Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And they said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Eli, Elias and some, and others, Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He saith unto them, But whom say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. Now, as we understand that when G, uh, Peter said who Jesus was, he got a revelation. He got a revelation of who Jesus was. Because this revelation shows that he didn't think of it himself. Amen? Some questions: Who do we say Jesus is when we are talking to someone or fellowship with them, with them, fellowshiping with them? Who do we say Jesus is in our actions or react, respond, or response to others? Who do we say He is? You know, when we when we when we talk to people, we don't. Have a tendency to think about who we're representative. Who are we representing when we're talking to somebody? Every day, when we come in contact with anybody. At work? Who are we saying that Jesus is? How, how, how does our attitude, whether good or bad, say that Jesus is? People know that we go to church. How does that response show to them who Jesus is to us? Amen? Just something to think about. Who do we say Jesus is when we are in battle? Good question. Very important thing to remember when we're in a battle, when we there's an attack or a temptation. What is our response? Our first response is going to be our main example, our main, main response is to say to the devil what we know. Our main action. Amen? When we read and say God's Word, who do we say Jesus is to us? When we receive His Word, Who are we seeing? Who are, who, who, when we read it, when we read about Jesus, who do we see Jesus is? It's a, a question. When I'm talking to somebody, they may not realize it, but I am talking to them of showing who I believe Jesus is. If I get upset, who am I showing them? You know, how many people you hear, you know, you, they're watching you. People are watching you. I mean, and it's not, not a put down, it's just something that, like, wow, I've, I've, I've thought of this the past couple of days, like, who do I say I am now? I mean, who Jesus is now, when I'm, when I'm at work, who, you know, My my actions, my reactions, my attitude. Who do I say Jesus is? You know, I just just thought about that like, wow. It makes you stop and think. Who do I say Jesus is? Who do I want people to know Jesus is? Because a lot of people are only going to be knowing Jesus through us. As we speak, as we do, who are we telling people Jesus is by them just looking at us? And I say, "Ouch!" I mean, how many how many people we come in contact during the day? Quite a few people, whether someone we know, we work with, we come in contact with them. Jesus is our way. Jesus is our truth. Jesus is our life. John fourteen six 6 says, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Jesus is our way. He is the only way to the Father. He is our way. He is our way. Anybody's way to the Father. Amen? In First John four one, if you would turn with me there to First John 4, one through three. As as you turn there, Je- as Jesus asked the disciples, "Who do men who do men say that I am?" He wanted to know, "Who do men, who do you hear men say that I am?" Then he asked that one-on-one question, "Who do you say that I am?" And again, I say, "Wow! In my daily life, who do I say Jesus is to me?" You know, I never thought it thought of it this way. Just stopping to think, who is Jesus to me? Who is he to me? We we read of everything that Jesus did. We see him. He you know he he provided our healing. He provided our deliverance. And I'm not trying to get ahead of myself. Just a few examples. But when we pray for somebody, again, as I, when we pray for somebody. When we declare the Word of God, who do we say Jesus is? We're we're declaring that He's the provider of healing. He's the provider of deliverance. When someone says, well, I don't know how much longer I can make it, you're going to make it. Why Why am I saying that? Because God's going to help you. Jesus is going to help you. I'm telling, what I'm saying is, they may not understand it, it's the Holy Spirit saying, you're gonna make it. What am, I, what am I doing? I am basically saying, angels, take care of it. Sending forth ministering to angels to take care of it. Because as I speak the Word of God, He watches over His Word to perform it. So He sends Him forth. Whatever Whoever's in charge. Angels encamped about us, he says his angels in charge over us. Angels encamped about us, we speak it. The angels are in charge over us to keep us through all the way. You know, a lot of people say, Well, you know, this happened, this should this shouldn't have happened. Well, you know what? If you've been protected, if you're going down the road and you see another vehicle coming towards you and all of a sudden boom, they're out of the way, we focus on the glorious part. We don't focus on, well, what could have happened. No. What didn't happen was you didn't get an accident. But what happened was God protected us. Amen? And even in our testimonies, we are saying who Jesus is to us. Because He provided it for us. through God provided it for us through Jesus. He's our way. Amen? 1 John 4, 1 says, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but the the spirits, whether they are, but the, try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Now this is a reference to, uh, God, Jesus is the only way to the Father. Too many people, too many out there say there's more than one way, there's more than one way. Once again, beloved, believe not every spirit, but but try the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone gone out into the world. Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. Verse 3, and every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist whereof ye have heard that he should come and even now already is in the world. Now, we understand if we confess that Jesus is, that they confess that Jesus came in the flesh. We know the truth. We bear witness. How many people have, how many times you heard someone say something about Jesus or something about the Bible and they were way off? You knew they were. right? Like, nah. <laughs> now You better read that again, amen? Because you're gonna know. Holy Spirit's gonna let you know that ain't right. Just like the devil did whenever he tempted Jesus. He brought out enough truth that it sounded like the truth. But he, he turned it. But guess what? Jesus knew it. Now how in the world are you going to tempt Jesus? No. Amen? Now the other question is, how in the world are you going, is the devil going to tempt us? When we're born of him. That's why we need to know the word. When the devil comes, that's why so many people are deceived today, because the devil comes. And, and gives enough what they, call, he considers truth, which is not truth, but he twists that to say the opposite of what is being said. And you know what? How, how many times have we gotten so close to believing like, wait a minute, that ain't what that says. Holy Spirit gives a check. Holy Spirit gives a check. That shows that shows the connection of who Jesus is in us. He's our connection to the Holy Spirit. He's our connection to God. Amen. He's our way to, to healing and deliverance. First Peter two twenty-four, which we all know, who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness by whose stripes ye were healed. Luke Chapter 4, verse 18. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. The Amplified Version says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He has anointed me The anointed one, the Messiah, to preach the good news, the gospel to the poor. See, when the, the, the good news is preached, when the Word of God is preached, there's an opportunity for people to receive it. People say, well, how can you receive blessings just by receiving a Word? Because when you get that Word, the Word in you, you start letting it work in you and you start speaking it, and He watches over His Word to perform it. Amen. When he says, "Attend to my word," I mean, you know, you you get into the word and you just start reading and you study and you you start the Holy Spirit starts telling you this this and that, you know, teaching you this is how you do it. I will teach you, Amen. And as we as we read it, we get to understanding. See, the Holy Spirit explains it just just like that. Step one, step two, and it, we need, we, the body of Christ need to understand that the Word is given to us for a reason. Because Jesus is the Word. That's who He is, amen? He has sent me to to announce release to the captives and recover of the sight to the blind, to send forth as delivered those who are oppressed, who are trod, downtrodden, bruised, crushed, and broken down by calamity, to proclaim the, acceptable, the accepted and acceptable year of the Lord, the day when salvation and the free favors of God profusely abound. We are favored. Amen? We were favored of God because of Jesus. Because of Jesus. Because we received Jesus. He is our connection to God. Amen? He's our connection to the blessing. He's our connection to the Word. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. From the beginning Jesus is our truth. When we speak the word, the word of God we speak of him. John one one in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Verse fourteen, and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Now the amplified in Verse 1, in the beginning, before all time, was the Word, Christ. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God Himself. Verse 14 in Amplified, and the Word, Christ, became flesh, human, incarnate, and tabernacle fixed. His tent of flesh lived a while among us, and we actually saw His glory, His honor. His Majesty, such glory as as an only begotten Son receives from His Father, full of grace, favor, loving and kindness, and truth. Wow, that's a mouthful. But He's our connection to loving kindness. His God is love. Amen. By knowing Jesus, we know the truth, and the truth has made us free. John eight thirty one. Then Jesus said, Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on Him, If you continue in My word, then are you My disciples indeed. If we continue in His word, we are His disciples indeed. Who is Jesus? Our shepherd, who we trust in, we rely on. He feeds us through His Word. Amen? He's our shepherd. We trust Him. We trust Him. Amen? Verse 32, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. We, when we know the truth with Jesus, When we receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior, as we was bound by sin, when we receive Jesus, we become free by our confession of Jesus. Amen? So we're free through Him. Someone says, well, how did you get free from sin? Jesus. He's our Savior. He's our Lord. No, you hear? You hear? If not ashamed of the gospel, not not ashamed of Jesus, Amen. So as we say, we're not ashamed of Jesus. We're saying who Jesus is. He's our Savior. He's our Lord. As we understand that, we understand that we are a new creation. He has made us. A new creation. Old things are passed away, behold all things are new. Now some people you know there there's Okay, I'm going. <coughs> Who is Jesus to us? Jesus is our life. John eleven twenty five. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Now let me, I'm gonna go, I know it ain't on there, but I believe the Holy Spirit wants me to go back to a few verses in John 11, 25. Verse 23. Okay, back to 21. I apologize. John eleven 20. 21, John 11, 21. Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hast been here, my brother had not died. Verse 22. But I know that even... Now, whatsoever thou wilt ask of God, God will give it thee. Jesus said unto her, Thy brother shall rise again. Martha said unto him, I know he he shall rise again in the resurrection in the last day. Verse 25. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection, and the life. Who is Jesus to us? He's our life. He that believeth on me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. In a way, Jesus was telling her in verse 23, thy brother shall arise again. He was telling her who he was. He was telling her without coming out and saying. It's like earlier whenever the uh, disciples said, you know, about Lazarus being dead. He had to get down to hit their level and say, he's dead. He's gone. Okay? Why did it take so long for Jesus to get there? He had to do what the Father said. He was going to show them... he is the resurrection and the life. No, it don't matter how. You know what? Even if he would have been dead a year, he would have raised him up. Because there's no time with God. Amen? So he said, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Wow! So that tells us it don't matter what the time is. Jesus is alive. When we get reports like uh, River, they wasn't expecting that young one to live. They said they said that he, that he had a long road ahead. You know what? They said he's far from out, out of the woods. But you know what? When you got people that are praying, that are showing them who Jesus is. <laughs> them woods wasn't very far away. Amen? That shows that when we pray for somebody in Jesus' name, we're showing them who Jesus is. They may not be seeing it, but they are seeing life come back into that body. Life. Miracles, I mean, when a child, they don't know that it's going to live. But you speak the name of Jesus. Jesus is life. and you speak Jesus into someone's life, life comes forth. Amen? And we got to believe. When the Holy Spirit says, speak life to them. You know, that's kind of scary. It's kind of like, oh boy. Here, i got these people right here and there. Expecting me to say, what are we going to do? Same thing Jesus did. Thy brother shall rise again. Thy daughter is just asleep. Amen? Jesus wasn't based off what man is saying. He's based off of what His word says, what God said. Amen? You know, the report, it sounded bad. But God used us to intervene. What should not, he should not even be where he's at at this point in time. He's there. Just like Pastor with uh, the surgery and the recovery. Within six months, He's in the Philippines. Amen? That's God. That's showing who Jesus is. That is showing who Jesus is. He provides the way to healing. By taking upon the stripes. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. If you would turn with me there. Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. Verse 1. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed with about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us. Let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Verse two: Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Jesus should be to us the author. And finisher of our faith. How do we get the faith? Reading the Word of God. Who is the Word? Jesus. The author and finisher of our faith. We've been given the Word. We've been given Jesus. We read the Word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So, again, who is Jesus to us? The worker of our faith. The worker of our faith. Amen? Teaching us by His Holy Spirit. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before Him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Wow! The Amplified Bible says in verse 1, Therefore then, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses who have borne, test- borne testimony to the truth, let us strip off and lay aside every... In- incuberance, unnecessary weight. Okay. When we, when we read it on this, we strip off that weight. What's this word saying? Casting all of our care upon Him for He cares for us. That care is a weight. Amen. So as we strip off that care, unnecessary weight, cares of this life are unnecessary weight, amen? And the sin which so readily, deftly, diff- diff- and cle- cleverly clings to and entangles us and let us run with patience and patient endurance and steady and active persistence the appointed course of the race that is set before us. We say, How can we run this way? How can I go and do what God has called me to do? Verse two. Looking away from all that will distract us. From all that will distract to Jesus. As we keep our eyes on Jesus, i so say like, okay, show me the way. I need I need to know how I need to do this. Looking away from all that will distract. That's what the enemy will do. He will distract. Just like Peter. I really like this example. When Jesus told Peter, come. He stepped out of the boat. He had his eyes on Jesus. Yes, the waves came up. He got distracted. He started to sink. But guess what? Jesus wasn't far away. He helped him. Praise, yes, thank God. And as we get distracted, He's there to say, look to me, look to me. Keep your eyes on me. We get our eyes up on Him. He reaches down and helps us up. Amen. So, how do we do this? By looking to Jesus, who is the, the leader and the source of our faith, giving the first incentive for our belief. And it, and it is also... It's finisher, bringing it to maturity and perfection. He, for the joy of obtaining the prize that was set before Him, endured the cross, despising and ignoring the shame, and is now seated at the right hand of the throne of God. He did all that so we would not have to do it ourselves. So we can receive Him as Lord and Savior. So we can go forth and do what he's, we're supposed to do. He took care of all that stuff, moved it out of the way. Say, come on, come on, come to me, amen. So he—he's our connection. He's our the providing way. He's our way. Hallelujah. The people that that have a problem with addiction, drugs, alcohol, whatever the addiction is, they don't see a way out. And when they talk to us about it, we can pray with them, but we can encourage them. Jesus is the way out. Why do they not understand that? Because they haven't been taught. What are we showing them? We are showing them that Jesus is our way. Jesus can be their way. Amen? The one question again I have tonight is who is Jesus to us? Who are we going to say Jesus is to us? To other people? Yeah. We see a lot of Problems in the world today, at work, people complaining. You can tell that their trust is not in God, or don't even have a relationship with God. But who is Jesus to us? Jesus is the world overcomer. First John 5, 4 and 5 says, First John 5, 4 and 5 says, For whatsoever is born of God overcomes overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Now, notice, when you're reading or studying the Word, how many distractions that try to come up? A lot. Why? Because the enemy tries to do whatever he can to distract us from increasing our faith. Exactly. We got to keep our mind on the word, so we can increase our faith. That is what causes us to be overcomers in a situation. Sometimes, are we have weak faith? It's like Brother uh, Jack was talking about on the rubber band faith. We got to stretch it. We got to increase our faith so it be stretched. Amen. So we can help others. We can pray with each other and say in Jesus name the situation is taken care of. Amen. Once again for whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world and this is the victory that overcometh the world even our faith. Verse 5. Who is he that overcometh the world but he but he but he that believeth that Jesus is the son of God. Wow. Wow. So as we believe that Jesus is the Son of God. That's a faith increaser right there. Amen? So, Jesus is the Son of God. We have Jesus. Now how many have heard people say the man upstairs? The Almighty. Well guess what? And I'm not telling you anything you don't know we have our connection to God Almighty through Jesus. Through Jesus. So the question I have tonight is why do we worry about things of this world when we have the Holy Spirit sent to us from God to say It's gonna be okay. This is what's gonna happen. Remind us of his word. I'm not saying I'm not saying that the temptation to worry ain't gonna rise up. Amen. The worry is not the will of God. Worrying is basically saying, I trust in the problem. I'm trusting in the problem. Amen. So if we were saying. Holy Spirit, you know all things. Whatever God has given you, you have given to us. Because you have received from Jesus, God has given to Jesus, you have received from Jesus, you're giving it to us. But you know what? That being said, a mouthful, we have in us everything that we need. Everything we need. The kingdom of God. In us. God's way of doing business. But well, how do we activate that? The word of God. He teaching us. Healing. Blessing. All the finances we need to take care of what we need to take care of. He's already supplied it. Amen. Jesus who overcame the world made us world overcomers when we received Him as Lord and Savior. Jesus made us victor- victorious. That's why the devil don't like us. We're, first of all, we were created in the image of God, the perfect image of God. But what he was trying to get a hold of when he, in the temptation of, when he tempted Jesus, what he tried to get Jesus to do, he refused by saying, It is written... Overcame the devil. You know what? He gave it to us. He gave it to us. Just by receiving Jesus as our Lord and Savior. Wow. So as we think of that, we didn't have to go through this long drawn out 40 day fast to acknowledge what we have. What the devil was trying to do is he was trying to break Jesus down to give up. All the, that the devil was trying to get him to do is already his. Already Jesus. Like, no. No. He was overcoming temptation so we can overcome temptation. Every temptation that we deal with every trial that we deal with. Guess what? He dealt with and overcome it. Amen. The Amplified Bible says, for whatsoever in verse four, for whatsoever is born of God is, is victorious over the world. And this is the victory that conquers the world, even our faith. Who is he? Who is it that is victorious over that conquers the world, but he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God, who adheres to trust in and relies on the fact now when we have a get a get bad report, whether it be financial or whatever, what we must understand is as long as we trust in what and trust in God, trust in what Jesus did, we're going to be okay. Speak His Word. Speak what His Word says. And it's going to be done. Amen? Because He's the author and finisher of our faith. We put forth, stretch forth our faith. We put our faith out there. He's going to make sure it's going to be accomplished. Amen? Jesus, the greater one. He is our greater one. First John 4.4 You are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is He that is in you than he that is in the world. Greater is He that is in us. So every time we receive a word, we receive it by the greater one. We receive it in us. When the enemy comes in, we need to remember, the greater one is in me. So when the enemy comes in to steal the word, I say, uh-uh, <laughs> you ain't getting it. You ain't getting this word because the greater one is in me. I've, overcome, I've You know what? We have already overcome the devil. When the devil comes against us, we have actually already overcome him. What we've got to do is we've got to act on our faith and speak the word. You say, well, what do you mean we've already overcome him? Because the greater one is in us. Jesus overcame him. He's in us. Therefore, we have overcome him. What he's trying, what the devil's trying to convince us that we ain't overcomers. All we gotta say is the name of Jesus. Leave, and he has to go. He's trying to lie to us. He tries to lie to us every day, saying you're not an overcomer, you're defeated. <laughs> Wait a minute. I've said this once, and I'll say it many more times. Every time the devil comes to us, he's lying to us. Every time. Who is Jesus in this in this area? He is the truth. Because the Holy Spirit says, uh-uh, that is not according to the devil is lying to you. And I tell you, as we're sensitive to the Holy Spirit, He will tell us, be cautious, He's coming, He's coming. And the Spirit of truth, who is the truth, Jesus. We have, we have, okay, thank you, Holy Spirit. We have the same Spirit leading us that led Jesus. We have the same Spirit leading us that led Jesus. Whatever his father said, he said. When we're in a battle, someone's being used to come against us, Holy oh, Spirit, what do I say? And don't be surprised when he says, don't say a word. Okay. Why? Because he knows that the enemy is going to try to get you to respond. And what you're getting ready to respond, he's going to defeat you. So when he says, don't say a word. they say, well, ain't you going to say something? Nope. How hard is that? Very hard. Especially when you just want to give him the word. He said, well, ain't that good to give him word? Not if Jesus, not the Holy Spirit said, don't say anything. Because why? Because some people are not open to receive the word. So our obedience to do what God says is going to set take care of it, amen. Jesus is our peace, Ephesians two, thirteen and fourteen says, But now it but now in Christ Jesus who ye who Sometimes we're far off or made nigh and by the blood of, blood of Christ. For He is our peace. Jesus is our peace. Who hath made both one and hath broken down the middle wall of partitions between us. What separated us to sin. What separated us from God. Jesus broke it down. He took it all and nailed it to the cross. He took care of it. That partition. We are covered by His blood. In an amplified Bible. But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were so far away, through, through, by, in, through and by and an in the blood of Christ have been, been brought nearer for he, for he is himself our peace, our bond of unity and harmony. Now, we've talked about unity. Harmony. Jesus is our bond of unity. When we made the decisions years ago, that we're going to stand in unity. We stood, we began standing in unity by the bond of Jesus. And we made that declaration. We're going to stand in unity. We're going to stand in the love of God. He has made us both Jew and Gentiles one body. And has, has broken down destroyed, abolished the hostile dividing wall between us. That wall that the enemy kept between us so he could torment, bring destruction until we received Jesus as the Lord and Savior. That that wall was broken down and we had deliverance. He's our Redeemer. Amen? And in closing, this last verse in Jesus we have peace without Jesus there is no peace John 16:33 These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace in the world ye shall have this tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. So when we're facing something no. But what we're facing is already taken care of. All we got to do is say, Holy Spirit, I need your help. Again, all it may take is for Him to say, don't say a word. Another time, He just says, He might tell you one word. See, He will tell us what to say. He will tell us what to do. Jesus is our leader. And we are led by the Holy Spirit. Amen. So tonight, once again, who do we say Jesus is when we're facing circumstances? Who do we say Jesus is when we're helping somebody? Something to think about. Because even though we may not say something, our actions are saying it for us. Whether it's to love, give a hug, We're saying that Jesus is caring. He's our care bearer. When we say, I forgive you We're saying Jesus is our forgiver. Yeah, we we have forgiveness through Him. Like I said, when when I started thinking about this, I'm thinking, Wow. When we go into a hospital building who are we saying Jesus is? The one that sets the captives free. The one that heals. The one that delivers. When we go in to pray for somebody I am sent from God to lay hands on the sick. This is Jesus. You are sent from God to lay hands on the sick. Like Sister Bonner, we were talking about your trip. Just your presence. You were showing them who Jesus is. He is peace. Sometimes we're like, I just don't seem like I'm doing anything have the Holy Spirit to work. And one and encouraging a moment that I found out whenever Sabrina's, uh, but, yeah, her grandma was in the hospital. She said, "When you came in, the family it was, you know, there was turmoil. That, you know, in the family." And she said, "When you came in, it just kind of calmed down." Things. Praise God. I just walked in. What was I doing? And now I'm putting myself in, is showing who Jesus is. I was allowing, when I didn't realize it, I didn't realize it, I was allowing Jesus, the peace of Jesus to come in. I didn't even know it. But as we walk the Word, we do as He says to do. We are showing people who Jesus is. When someone wants to be mad, we just kind of smile. We're showing them love. We're showing them peace. We're showing them long-suffering. Amen? I want to encourage us all to, to think about Who Jesus is to us. Who do we say Jesus is? Let's let the Holy Spirit reveal to us what what we're doing. And if we need to change what we're doing, Holy Spirit, help us change. And And sometimes it's good to get a confirmation saying, when you came in, He's just... Come across the room, and it wasn't me. It was who I was bringing. I tell you what, when you get a confirmation like that, like "Thank you, Jesus," what what happened? I was being told what I was doing. I was being obedient to God to do what He says to do. Amen.